Fire up that Walkman. It's time for Scale and Shadow, a Dungeon World actual play inspired by movies, music, and D&D modules of the 1980s. Brought to you by This American Dice. The golden age is long over. Dark times are upon us. The only hope is to delve into what ruins remain to plunder the treasures of our ancestors. Be warned, as it flies to a candle, the worst monsters are drawn to the brightest lights, and no one is left to save you in the darkness. The heroes of legend have died long ago. All that remains is scale and shadow. Alright, uh, alright, so, to refresh, you're in this room, you got a portcullis full of possibly treasure to the west. You got, to the north is where you came from. The three doors going south. One of which you know is a real door, at least. Or a door that's used a lot and is real. Another door that's probably real. And a middle door that something's weird about it. Something seems fake. Yeah. Real and fake this, doors. And this uh, guy, twist, like rubbing his hands together, put his sword. So who's closest to the, the hallway you came in through? Theoretically, theoretically, it was Edric still taking up the rear, yeah. Well, Kazir came in and slapped him. So Edric would be the closest. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess shouting to him, you hear uh, someone like, All right, then, stop stop where you are. Edric kind of turns around, I guess begrudgingly for him. And you guys see several people in this hallway. You can see at least two people, but there's Mm -hmm. more behind them. They have bows trained at Edric here. Hmm. Who do you know? Hmm. That's not great. What do we do? Uh, do they? We can see these people. Yeah, they probably have torches as well. Okay. And this they, room is lit up with torches. Are they? Are they dressed generally like the same folks that we just fought against? They yeah, they're wearing like leather armor and everything. So these are like handsome and basically what they look like. Yeah. Okay. Not. Um, not those are people just handsome. As far as we can mm. see. Well, I feel like we should probably back up into this room because if we fight in the hallway, it's just going to be like Edric versus 20 handsome men. Seems like a bad plan. Well, I'm thinking the opposite. Yeah. In that, like, like they're they're bottlenecked. Okay. Where they have to deal with all of us, where they like where we only have to deal with one of them at a time. Okay. Right, because they you have to we had to come to that hallway single file. Yeah. Do the. Yes. I, I meant like, like yeah, like we just like chill in this room and we don't follow them into the Oh, hallway. for sure. We definitely yeah. don't go yeah. in that hallway. We're they're, going. We're they're going to them. Uh, We're come they're to coming us. to us already. There's the two archers are like shoulder to shoulder, but it's, yeah, it's, it's like tight. very tight. They're, mm-hmm. It's not comfortable for them to do this. Okay. It's like cooties. Yeah. No, yeah. So I guess we're um, going to yell at Edric to like get in here and leave. Yeah, so I'm going to maybe try to like stand in the defense, stand in defense of him, I guess, maybe. Oh, like just jump in front of him? Uh, and like pull him off to the side a little bit, so it's in like a harder place for these folks to like shoot pull him. him back into the room. Yeah, I'll go with that. If you want to roll defense? Cool. I have a special move when I defend. Oh, I always you always hold plus always always get plus one hold on defend even if I fail. But I got a five and a six, so I did pretty well. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. So you get to hold three now. I had hold four of the things. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? That's quite a few. Yeah, yeah so uh, go ahead and hold those. Defense. So you're kind of like yeah, like in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear what you what Quan and Somogar's plan is. He's probably going to throw a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> throw a fireball. I mean, right, at this, right at at this point, yeah, at this point right now, it's Edric and Castor in the hallway, and beyond them there are some archers. So it seems like a bad... That point-and-shoot scenario yeah, like, kind of thing. And they're within archery range, so it's, they're not, like, super close or anything. But you can you can see them very well, so there's you can get some info or what's, oh. the, what's the plan for either of you. Well, I don't want to blow up these, these, these fine gentlemen. I guess I start... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like... I'm like, I could charge at the, the area, but we have our teammates in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to hold back and wait to see what happens with uh, 
I don't want to attack and hurt one of my teammates. I'm going to hold back and that's fair. Keep an eye on the situation. So not the Selmogar strategy. Interesting. Huh? <laughs> of I don't want to hurt my teammates. Yeah, not, I want <laughs> the opposite aspect. Um, I got you out of the cage, didn't I? And I had two what, goals. What was your plan? Um, Are you holding back as well? Yeah, I mean, because at this point, it's basically the fire fireball. Like these two gentlemen are kind of in the way. If I want to, yeah, no, wrong. That's like even worse than a fireball. Fireball's the devil I know. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once and only like someone dealing from hell. You know, little issues. All right, so I think this is when they, since no one's really cooperating, this is when they kind of let loose these arrows. Okay. So are you uh, going to use one of your holds? Yeah. Well, I'll try to have this attack's effect or damage. Yeah, sure. So they do, if you could roll a six for me. Mm-hmm. Just one? Just one. Four. Plus one, because they're acting in unison. Five. Concert. All right, so five becomes three. two and a half. It becomes three or two? You split in half and round up. Split in half and round so up, three. so three. Okay, so Idric has three armor, so he's actually okay. Not bad. I take one, and I think that them focusing on us as they shoot at us um, is going to open them up to an ally to mm. do whatever. Yeah. You have throwing stars, don't you? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so they... Oh, it, make, it totally makes sense, because now they're like kind of reloading. Like mm-hmm. they got to redo their Yeah, I'm going to try to throw a throwing star at the one, of, I guess, my Shuriken set. They kind of move to the side as they're kind of reloading, sort yeah. of. And... There's the ones behind them are kind of like rushing, like doing the quarterback thing. Mm. So there's four four swordsmen coming at you. Mm. Oh boy! But they're still in the way, or like kind of to the side. Yeah, like you can maneuver past them if you want, or throw stuff. I'm gonna at throw them. the shuriken. That's yeah, that seems fair. So I imagine that would just be like a. What's he? How I think it's volley. It's a volley. It's a volley. So is that so dex? With dex? Yeah. yeah. Who, who are you? Who are you throwing these at? The the swordsman rushing in, or the archers, archers. or Silmagar? Or yeah. Silmagar. <laughs> you know what? I think I'll go. I'll aim for the archers since they're reloading. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. And do you do it where you can attack multiple folks with a volley, or just one person? No, not with a volley, but with a. If there's like a big melee, you okay. can attack multiple people. I'm gonna do that. Okay, nine plus one ten. Oh, incredible! There you go. Um, so now I guess I roll my damage. Mm-hmm. Is that the just the D eight? Yeah, your whatever, whatever your damage. Yeah, whatever your damage oh does. yeah, buddy. Got an eight. Is it plus anything? Uh, I don't think it matters. I, yeah, at this point it may not, but I know I have. Um, only when I do an unarmed strike, I have a plus one d four. Yeah, you d- definitely take out one of these two archers. If you want to describe how that goes. Um, as he's taking out an air load out of nowhere, Shrunken hits him right in the side of the head. Knocks out crumbles. See, I think these... Uh, this sharp part's pointing outward, guys. No, yes. I'm not sure it's <laughs> working. So these, these four swordsmen are like rushing towards you. And they see... Um, like, probably at least a few of them see this one of their friends just like dying... <laughs> behind them, as you like expertly throw these throwing stars at them, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're for sure hesitating. Like they had pep to their step, and now they're kind of going slower, but they still have their their long swords up. Mm. What's what's the next thing? I'm going to cessation do that. Can I make my voice really loud? No. Okay, that's fine. Solgar is gonna yell into the hallway. If you lay down your arms and leave this place, we'll we'll let you leave alive. He's gonna try to convince. I mean, they did just see one of their fellow men just like instantly die. So yeah, that's really important. Is that? And they um, are coming into a scene of horror. Yeah, they're coming into this <laughs> yeah, room still, with like, like bodies on yeah. fire and like monsters. Is this? Um, are you trying to parlay? Maybe. Sure. Hold leverage. Their leverage is their life. That's my leverage. Yeah, I guess the leverage is you'll let them go. Which yeah, you'll let them live. They can like just leave this place. Yeah, they can be tricky, but I'll allow. All right, all right. So plus charisma, I got eight. Good already. 
plus two Grisman, so I have a ten. Pretty damn good. Trying to be real scary. Real disappointed I can't make my voice huge with Preston Digitation, but that's okay. Oh, that's what you're going with? That's what I was trying, yeah. You had that as a... Yeah, it's a cantrip, but it doesn't... It only affects visual stuff? Yeah, basically. It's a bunch of visual things. It's a bunch of illusions and stuff. Yeah, I think they kind of just stop, and they kind of all look at each other. You know what? I mean, this highwayman job, I'm pretty close to retirement. The other one's like, yeah, you're getting pretty up there. I mean, I've got enough, I think, coin. The other one's like, yeah, things haven't been the same since, uh, you know, the boss took a darker turn anyway. And they're kind of looking at the fire behind behind you guys and, like, <laughs> and the dead person behind them. And they're like, yeah, okay. And they kind of just start backing away. Mm-hmm. They're probably surrendering. They're not putting down their... Mm-hmm. They're weapons, but they are. They've stopped the attack and are kind of just backing away slowly. Yeah, although I plenty think, of time to kill them still, if you yeah, want. Yeah, I think I think Caster kind of like like uh, like says, "What is Lareth?" One person in front, maybe is like, uh, "Never heard of him," and just kind of leaves faster. Mm-hmm. You could probably, if you want, I, I, well, I now have to grab the so. interrogator one, so I think yeah, whoever I can grab at. Yeah, if you want to do a hack slash to grab this person. Oh, to, to grab him? Yeah, I think that makes sense, right? Uh, I just, I have that interrogator move. Oh, what, that what triggers that? It just says, when you parlay using threats of violence. Oh, yeah, so you, you want to just parlay yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do so just lets me use strength, basically, yeah, rather so, than warrior. So trigger that. Like, what threat are you issuing? Yeah, I think it's, uh, just says, tell me what yeah, she is. Yeah. I'll put this... Metal arm so far up your way. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he just says something like, um, "We're not we're not looking no, for th- we're not looking for thieves. We're looking for the we're looking for the person who's responsible for this kind of stuff. And if we don't find and if we don't find that, then I don't know if you do get out of here. This kind of stuff meaning like he points to like the like the chameleon, the, the, the same stuff that the other guy referenced. Yeah, the the chameleons and the the dark the dark arts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's almost contradicting what Simulgar says. I know to a certain degree, which is not the best way to go about negotiating. Good cop, bad cop. It, I guess. Yeah. Two and a three, which is five. And I rolled this with strengths, but I'm weak right now. So rather than that be a one, it is a six. So we can help him, though, right? I could be helped. We can aid. It's up to you guys on that. Ten eight if. You can think of a way to do it. I mean, it's not a very Selimgar thing, but somebody could like hold up the uh, the dead chameleon lady and be like, "Look at this fucking monstrosity! This is what we're trying to solve." Is that what? Do you think that's what Selimgar does? I don't think that's like a Selimgar thing, though. Is that that's the issue? Wait, can we use the NPC characters? We have to to, to act also it out. very much not a Ren thing uh-huh. to do. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have one of the PCs do it if, if you can think of anything. Yeah, it's also not really like one. You just kind of uh, yeah. I'm like killed one of the people with shurikens. I'll, yeah. I'll 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 help them out. I'll do the. Okay. I'll basically do the basic. I'm like you saw what I did to one of them. Do you want to end up like her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You can roll roll All plus right. bond, which I believe is just going to be plus one. Just tell. I'm going to spend the key point and I'm going to it lets me roll wisdom instead of bond. Oh, nice. Alright, that works. That kind of works. 2 is 8. 8 plus 1 plus 2 is 10. Okay, perfect. Alright. So you get the plus 1 with no All right. bad effects. It kicks it up to a 7. Oh, excellent. There you go. So what's your move say? Happens then? It's the same as a parlay. It's just with threats of violence. Specifically, I can use hmm. strength. Oh, interesting. So, so they will do your ass, but need some concrete assurance. Mm-hmm. Our promise is that we're going to like kill the dark forces, right, or something. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll just say like, tell. Did you tell me that treasure's in there? Yeah. Did yeah? He did. Did, did, did Samogar say that? He did. He sold the yeah. Cell. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he'll just say like. Oh. We're, we're between you and your treasure right now. Yeah. It seems like you'll want us to be looking for your boss rather than standing in between you and it. Yeah, perfect, yeah. I, was, I had a similar idea. So I think all of them run away except for this one guy. Mm-hmm. And after you mentioned that treasure, uh, they're kind of like running down the hallway, just like 
I'm out. Bye, everybody. This one guy is just, uh, maybe he has like a, like a curly mustache. Yeah. He's, kind of curly and he's like, um, so I guess that means I would get a better share of treasure since everyone's leaving. Hmm, I could deal with you. <laughs> like the Jane situation of, oh, if you pay me better, I'm fine with this. Yeah. He's like, okay. So, this guy's- so I can get a share of that before I leave then? Sure. Right. Open it up and point us in the way, boss. All right. And he kind of steps over this dead archer and just kind of walks over to you guys. Puts his sword back, maybe. It's just like, uh... All right, yeah, so... About that treasure, then. All right. Well, it looks like, yeah, yeah. Hope, open this up. Tell us where your boss is. It looks like your, bu- looks like your buddies uh, uh, abandoned a lot of their part of the treasure. It's like that. that uh... Seems like the case to me, too. <laughs> All right. Like, I feel there's got to be some kind of, like, hidden, like, lever somewhere, maybe, in this room that, like, lifts this portcullis up. It just does it. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. It's one of the sconces. Yep. Duh, of course. Mm-hmm. Just, like, pulls it down, yeah. and it just, like, slowly, like, what, like, clicks open slowly. Ooh, yeah. Do you want it to raise up like that, or I have a, a worse idea? Okay. That is, like... Uh, it pulls and it like acts like a ratcheting clamp, so you like a oh sure yeah, and it like raises like that. So yeah, it's so not like a, he, he yeah. just opens it like halfway up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, like crawl right, under yeah. there. You guys got it. There you go. Bring, bring him. Bring him out. You may have to tell us where your boss is. And also, why don't you go in there? You get, you get first pick. And I, I feel he's he kind of does the the mental calculus about that. He's like, yeah, all right, sure. So he goes in. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to close the door on him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he hasn't told us anything yet. Yeah, well, now he's now he's trapped in there until he tells us. Mm-hmm. This way, he 100% tells us. He doesn't try any funny business. I, I, get, I get your he's point. He's locked in a closed room mm-hmm. with, a, with a door we can talk through. It's fine. So, yeah, he, he was going to have us walk in there and then lock us in. I am so, falling yeah, for this. He kind of goes in there and uh, goes around the corner. It's like a, a little hallway and then goes, you can't see what he's doing. And he comes out like holding these like two, like a bread box sized, um, mm-hmm. two treasure chests like stack, stacked on each other. And he kind of comes back to you guys. He's like, hey, wait, hey, what, what the fuck? You still haven't told us where your boss is, mate. Like, all right, all right I'll tell you. Just, these are heavy, okay? Let me out of here. No, you tell us now and then, then you're free to go. We don't need you slinking off or anything, all right, kid? He's like, God damn. He, put, he sets these down, and they're, like, heavy. You can hear, like, the coins jingling in them. He's like, all right, all right. Businessman, I can respect that. Yeah, Lareth, he's, uh, we've been working with him. I mean, not me. I just joined up pretty recently, but, you know, he promises riches and stuff, but he's also trying to make us worship his weird god. I'm not really a religious guy. Kanyao. No. Chain god, I don't know. Always wears a mask. He's real creepy. You know, to be honest, I was trying to get out of here almost since day one, so this was a great excuse. Uh, especially kidnapping people. I'm not really into that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to feed feed myself, you know? I want to get a good house somewhere. Just one of these chests will be fine for me. You guys can keep the other one. But anyway, yeah. The, uh, Lareth, he's, he's down here. He's, he is real creepy. He just reads these uh, books that we stole in his library. And he kind of just floats around with all of his dead things in the tunnels and stuff. He's probably there chanting to his weird chain god. I don't like. I said in the I don't. I don't got time for that. In the tunnels, where where are the tunnels? To give us a little mental yeah. map where to go. Right? Um, yeah, there. I mean, you take that door. He points to the the one that you know is a door. Okay. So like, you go down there. So we're not really supposed to be in there. He's like, they keep that locked. Uh, only those nuns come in and out of that. I don't know. I, I assume that's part of the chain god stuff, too. I don't know what kind of deal he made. Like I said, I try and stay out of it. I just want gold. That's really what I'm looking for. Is the chain god what I remember Lareth as being involved with before? I don't think he, he's mentioned that in the other game. Is that something that I had perhaps heard of in my religious studies as so, a paladin? Sounds like a spout yeah, lore. Are you trying to spout lore about this? That sounds, sounds like it. Sounds like it. Plus int. That's yeah. not the worst. I mean, tied for the worst of my things, but not negative. I got a four and a three, so a seven. Oh. Okay, so I think you've heard that the chain god is um, 
maybe you'd heard rumors of it when you're in the church or something, and it's mm-hmm. just like an evil god that no one talks about anymore. It's maybe someone was talking about it, and it's like, oh, you're punished for even bringing this subject up. It's like mm. a forbidden kind of subject gotcha. in Kanyao's situation. Okay, that's interesting, right? Yeah, seems interesting. He's working with these with these nuns, these reptile nuns. Yeah, there's some kind of deal they got working out. I don't know. It's a great band. Yeah, reptile nuns. <laughs> Are they going to be down there too? No, they only come like every few days, maybe once a week or so, just to uh, get prisoners. You got to feed them this this junk before we turn them over. But wait, what junk? Snake venom garbage that they keep splatting us. I don't care. Uh, oh wait, where do you know what it looks like? Hey, <laughs> kind of eyes. He was like, you were one of the cage boys, weren't you? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I remember kicking your cage a couple times. Yeah, we probably fed it to you. Uh, have you? What is it? What's the purpose of it? Do you know? I don't know. It makes people more uh, pliant, more easy to deal with. I guess usually keeps them sleepy, and then we turn them over to the other people. Okay, seems not great. <laughs> so this is probably the first time that these other characters have heard that you've been drinking this. You call seems, it snake venom. Yeah. Seems not great. Yeah. Uh, like an issue. So, guys, uh, <laughs> you feel okay? I mean, I've been having some weird. He's right. It does make you kind of sleepy, and I've been having some weird dreamish stuff going on. But I mean, I, I feel okay. I guess for now. And the guy's like, "Great!" Claps his hands. We're all feeling great. Why don't you open this thing so I can get out of here? Are we satisfied, gentlemen? The answer is also the libraries to the north, I assume? Yeah, it's down that hallway. Just keep, keep going north and you'll find it. All right. We'll start to crank open his gate. Yeah. Paul, you and I get out of here. Don't bring this up to your boss. All the other guys, they might be pissed with you. Yeah. And he kind of looks around and he's like, I don't know if there's a lot of guys left. He's like, right. I might be the new boss. He leaves one of those two chests there and takes the other one. He's like, all right. Well, nice doing business with you. Like, scurries away. Yeah, scurries away unless mm-hmm. anyone stops him. No. No, let him go. It's fine. Probably be a bit of bad evil guy still that time. Yeah. <laughs> we headed, uh... We might search his treasure real quick, but yeah. Sure. Gotta got let a man look at some treasure once in a while. I'm sure, uh... Kazair wants to look as well, right? Yeah. And Edric as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Edric super wants to. All he wants is, like, money and booze, right? Yeah. Ooh, drink and coin, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, this is a situation where there's another like grand art piece. Mm. I guess you, Silmagar, you kind of said that you were examining the oh, treasure yeah. room. What's this uh, grand art thing that's kind of hidden in here? Last time it was like something erotic, right? I don't remember. I remember you guys were like weird about it. You and Edric. Yeah, and the, the idea to give you some more background is like this is something they've stolen from somebody, but they've uh, kept it here, and it's it's incredibly fancy. Mm-hmm. It's like worth a lot if you want to uh, tell us what that is. It can be erotic, erotic if you want. I feel like that's just like the precedent we put forward for the other picture. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's probably in like the same vein, mm-hmm. some kind of classy erotic whatever. Yeah, tell us more. <laughs> Slower <laughs> breath here. It's on a what? What if it's what if it's uh, also erotic, but it's a statue? Oh. Like some kind of like big statue that they had to wheel in here, so it's on still like a it's on like a like little, a pulley, like a wheelbase, yeah, a yeah, dolly kind yeah, of thing. Dolly, yeah, there you go. That's a word for it. Although getting it down those stairs uh, would have been fun. It seems like it. Yeah, it's like a like a statue of like an angel in the nude. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I'm not wheeling no statue ever right now. Yeah. Well, there's a real fancy statue, and this uh, chest, this treasure chest, they kind of left by the the gate. And that's like the main of the main of things. Yeah. Okay. There's some gold. Yeah. There's that treasure chest is a uh, three weight, by the way. Wait and one is, second. Excellent. And it is I two, have something perfect for three weight. Nice. It is 266 gold. It's pretty yeah. good. Cool. Well, I have my unseen servant, who's an invisible construct who can carry three weight. There you go. And uh, that's all he does. He just carries stuff. So I'm going to have him carry this thing. There you go. So basically, it's just floating yeah. in there. I will, I will make you uh, roll for that. That seems okay. like a normal kind of thing. 200 and how much you said? 66. 66. Gold. Gold. All right. And I assume you guys are leaving this Dolly uh, statue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to mess with that. So, uh, 
Can we tell you the value since you're leaving it? Yeah. Or will that change your... Are you committed to leaving here? Oh, yeah. We're definitely leaving it here. It's a statue. Gonna... Everyone okay? I'm imagining something that would be like... would re- Like, would require us to come back for this after everything's yeah. done. That seems right. It Incredibly is. fancy. Incredibly fancy. That one is 971 gold pieces <laughs> of value, if you're curious. Okay. Excellent. Fun. The one upstairs that we left is probably like another 600 or something. Um, I do not. We just do not like art. Philistines. <laughs> yeah. Art. Uh, who cares? Uh, let's see. I think that one was 198 gold. Oh, okay. Let's see. That's the one. Um, well, gentlemen, I think that we should uh, go check out this library. There could be tomes upon tomes of knowledge that we need to, to learn in order to defeat this evil, don't you think, uh, Caster? I think it might be more useful if we just go find Lareth now and then come back to the tomes later. You could read at your uh, read at your leisure. Uh, but what if uh, what if when we fight Lareth, that's uh, not really the plan anymore? I think we should just go to the library real quick, guys. What just... if we go to the library and Lareth peers out of nowhere and gets us by surprise? Well, if we go the other way, he's going to get us by surprise. It's as dark as remember you weren't there. Remember <laughs> what happened last time I went down that uh, that direction? We went south in those other tunnels, that, that little secret pass. That was horrible. Bad times. You weren't there either. It's okay. Yeah. The only person that was there is me, NPCs, and a person who's not yeah. here anymore. It was not a great time. Like, let's go to the library, learn a little bit. Maybe we'll learn something about these zombies. That means we can defeat them really easily. Because from what this what this bozo said, Laris has been playing with these dead things. So if we can figure out a way to, I don't know, turn them off, make them stay dead, that seems like what we have to do. Caster is kind of like, ugh. Fine, if nothing else, we can make sure that those guys actually left and didn't go tell Lareth. Also an excellent idea. So, yeah. So the idea is to backtrack up north again? Yeah. Take a, take the fork where we heard the laughter, which was, I assume, these people that we... Yep. So if you if you take that um, hallway for a little bit, it yep. doesn't matter. Kind of twists and turns. I don't care how. Okay. You come to an almost identical room to the, the three, like the M-shaped one, and mm-hmm. this is an E-shaped one. Sure. So there's three doors going to the east, and then one door going to the north. And this door kind of, or this room kind of opens up, and there's like a big wooden table, a bunch of chairs and stuff. There's maybe okay. like a sort of comfy couch, the equivalent <laughs> on the side of the road in present day. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's got like Makes a, sense. holes and stuff in it. There's a spring sticking out. This this um yeah this um table. It looks like there was some kind of gambling going on, like a card game or something. It's all right. Looks like several people just abandoned quickly. Makes sense. Who knows who it is? Who knows who that mm-hmm. could possibly have been? And this is, it also has like these torches that is laying this room. All right. I don't know. I guess we have what, like three doors or four doors? How many doors? Yeah, four total. Okay. So there's the three, I guess, prongs of the E. Sure. And, and then, then similar north. to the Porcullis, but this is like an actual door that leads off as well. So four choices. I mean, north, I guess? You said north with the library, right? I think north. I can check it. Yeah. Castro will kind of go up to that door. Kind of like listen to see if you can hear any noise coming through the other side. Hmm. Is maybe? Situation of, of the door being closed? Yeah, you asking one of these discern reality questions, you think? Um, I, I think he's just trying to happen. see if he can see anything just like, immediate, and then he's going to just try to carefully open the door. That makes sense, too. Yeah. I think I'm just okay with that. Okay. So you very... Like, you do your due diligence mm-hmm. and open this door, and it kind of, it's like a short hallway, and then it opens up into this big, like, uh, Beauty and the Beast-style, like, um, library, you know, those ladders, mm-hmm. all the oh. kind of thing. And um, it looks like this library is not, it's maybe, like, at the most half-fill. Hmm. It's like, the hope is that there would be more books, or maybe they were stolen or something. Okay. There's a good amount. There's maybe, like, an actual comfy chair that you can read in or something. There's like a bench. It's like a, a relatively big room. It's like abandoned. Yeah, no one's there at this point. And maybe instead of uh, torches, they probably have like um, braziers. Yeah, so like light sources, like on a pole, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna take a random. We're gonna search through the books for anything magical about the undead people, or just interesting. 
and read some real quick yeah. reading them. Reading just like the titles and like the synopsis on the on the cover. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think this is a. Uh, this is probably you're searching for something used for a valuable learn. Yes. You want to yeah. realities for that? Sure. And Caster's like, hurry up then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of was like pacing around. Do you want to? You want to deal with the zombies waking up again? I don't think so. Come on. Got a seven. Got a nine. That's fine. I'm asking what here is useful or valuable. I did have Brent helping me, right? I did say. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did so that's it. a ten. Nice. I forget, I forget that you, if you include them in your words, they help you. Yeah, you did. You said she was helping you look through the book, so. That's true. I did say. And she wants knowledge. Yes. Okay. So there is. Um, maybe there's like a, a like a wooden kind of a. What do you call this? Like a, a book stand proctor? Is that what it's called? I know yeah. what you're talking about. Where you yeah. like kind of like put it out to read and it holds the book open. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's like an especially like large book that's kind of like open. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's important, obviously. Cool. Um, so you can tell that there's maybe, um, I'm going I'm to give you a lot. There's um, a real fancy looking book. That if you look through these shelves, it's like, this is probably worth some money. But it might not be. Um, Exactly. useful, yeah. just money book, okay. And there's also a treasure chest in this room as well. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, hidden under, like, one of the unused bookshelves. Not really hidden, but just, like, stuffed down there. It's, like, padlocked. Hmm. You got a tent, you got some more questions, right? Oh, um... Maybe what should I be looking out for? Like, what's about to happen? Hmm. I guess? Yeah, which... Okay, yeah, I can answer this. Um, it seems like this is a relatively safe place. Like, okay. In fact, maybe as you're looking around, you can see that you can just lock this door behind you oh. pretty well. Maybe there's like a sliding thing that you can lock it. So it's like, this is a relatively safe place. Like, so you don't really have to be on the lookout for anything at this point. Oh, well, is the answer to that. That's good. And I guess what here is not as it appears. Is there anything, any secrets in this room that like, oh, there's actually one of the books was a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, here you go. Um, you tell me how you know this, but that large book, maybe you can almost feel like the aura or something of it. Like, this is, like, an ancient and, like, it seems like an evil kind of book. Like, you're getting evil vibes, things from it. Yeah. I think that um, there's actually, like, ley lines coming off of it. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. In fact, even more so, this is not only, like, a powerful, like a powerful book... And an evil book, but maybe because of the ley lines are coming off, this is a spell book, in fact. Oh, well, that's super cool. Well, I'm interested in these things. I guess not. I mean, like, the treasure chest is cool and all, but definitely this big evil book. There you go. I don't know. I think that uh, as, as Ren and Simulgar are kind of like taking their time looking through these different books and kind of wandering about this room, reading things and kind of opening stuff up and looking through it and closing them and putting them back on the shelves. Um, Caster kind of, he's pacing around at first, like, let's go. Like, we have to, got to do something. But once it takes them a while enough, mm-hmm. he also starts looking at some of these books, but specifically some of the books that he thinks are like more, he recognizes maybe if there's any books that he recognizes as like religious texts. Yeah. He kind of like looks those over, not opening them up, but just kind of like staring at them. Yeah. And there, there are definitely a, like a good number of like religious kind of texts in here mm-hmm. that are, um, probably a lot of them are like Kanye kind of stuff and probably older than maybe even you, you were used to or that you had any okay. experience with so like ancient books. Yeah. So, if you want, mm-hmm. you can have a bag of books, too, that's religious-focused. Oh. Okay. If you want to take them. Or you can leave them. <clears throat> I think you might. Yeah, you might take that. Like, they're re- mostly Kanyao, but you can just... Anything mar- marginally religious. Okay. You can you add that to your gear if you want. Could I? I assume it's one weight. Yeah, it's like five. Let me find it. I think it's one weight, five uses. Yeah. Two weight, actually. Could I find anything out about the chain god from um, these books? Yeah, it could be a spell lore if you want to do that now or 
weight on it? Sure. I'm, and I feel like Caster. Like plus one. Yeah, Caster's opinion of this is he's just waiting for these guys to finish. Mm-hmm. And so he's idly looking, but then the idle looking turns into like, oh, I actually am reading this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before you do that, though, I want to I want to know what Quan's up to while this is going on. Some things I saw were a chest, like expensive books, and then the book I found. Yeah, and I, I should describe the chest a little more. Maybe it's it's a not like the bread box situation, but it's like a longer one, like maybe like mm-hmm. a Footlocker kind of thing. I guess uh, I noticed the chest. Like yeah, yeah. Like big yeah. pirate, like big pirate booty. Yeah, chest. It's like I can keep my saxophone in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> saxophone. Sax. Uh, I guess I, I'll notice the chest and I'll be like, oh. So I'll go up to it and try to see if I can open it up. Yeah, and this is—it's like padlocked. It's a uh, like this seems like it's um. You have fists. That's the same. Punch the padlock off. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's how. Hands that's right. Try to punch the padlock off. Yeah. Um, do you have a move that helps you with that, or? Uh, no. Uh, I don't even think there's anything I could have taken that would help me at the moment. Nope. Yeah, I know that a fighter has a move for that, but I think it's a. Uh, I feel like what makes the most sense to me is that this is a defy danger with strength. Yeah. And uh-huh. you're kind of risking. Although you can't really hurt your fist, can you? No, but your unarmed strikes have range and all that you can always safely use unarmed strikes against creatures of dangerous forms. Oh, okay. You know what? I, I got it. Um, I think the, dan- the danger here is you not only busting this thing open, but destroying what's inside. Busting right on through like a crazy person. What do I roll for it? Uh, defy danger with strength, I think. Yeah. Defy danger with strength. And what it? Okay, so it's not the best. Got a six. Six. <clears throat> and can I say Kazair would be wanting to help me just because he's uh, a pirate? Yeah, that does. No, that, that flies. That does kind of check out. Yeah. I can deal with that. <clears throat> so can we make it a seven? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he's helping, it's, it's like a plus one. Yeah, it's my strength zero, so do it with a six. Seven on this reality, something bad happens to you. Undefined danger, you mean? Defined danger. Stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Worst outcome, hard bargain, ugly choice. Yeah, I think you do damage some of this. Oh. Oh, jeez. But you're able to save enough. Oh, jeez, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's actually a quiver of arrows. Oh. And it would have had two ammo, and now you got one. Oh, well, there you go. Sweet. You just, like, snapped a bunch of arrows. Should I read this out loud? Yeah, if you want. These finely made arrows are tipped with a sharpened flint and have fletching in the bright colors of a fire. When one of these arrows strike a target, they explode in flame. When you roll volley, add forceful on a temp plus, or if the target is vulnerable to the to heat or flame, the target catches fire. Also, you may reduce your ammo by one to snap an arrow in half to either start a strong campfire or create two torches that will last a few hours. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Because it would have been better if you had two ammo, but mm-hmm. <laughs> still works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beggars can't be choosers. So the book I got is, um, it's a tattered tome that has translations of the old tongue and a few spells, so I can spend a couple hours studying it to like learn spells. Or, and also it's just a translation for my wand. So I know what the things do now. And number zero on the wand is the end of all things. So let's not do that one. That's a good right. one to not hit. Seems fine. It's going to be okay. It is zero. Oh, the front of this real fast. Yeah, so you can add these one. to your, yeah. your thing now. Yeah, have to study. You have to study to get them in. Yeah. Like this is not a study time. Yeah. So you can assume we, they can, you know, prepare those in the future. Perfect. I'll do one. So yeah, sure. uh, one interesting thing I'm trying out. Hopefully, this doesn't ruin every balance. I'm, I added a cleric spell to yours. So you can cast that as a wizard spell. Seems cool. It's my favorite cleric spell too. Anime dead. It's a good one. Yeah, we had a great time. Anime dead last time as a cleric. That's why I was also like, um, you don't necessarily have to spell lore about learning the yeah. language too bad. Makes sense. Um, but anyway, so you wanted to spell lore. Speaking of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's learn about it. Uh, so get plus one on this. The chain god. Yeah. You got a six and a two. Eight plus one is nine. You don't you have any intelligence? Uh, no. My, my intelligence bonus is just... Oh, thank you. My intelligence bonus is just a plus. All right, right. I don't have an intelligence bonus. 
can remember forever you have a book about this, I think. So, like, if you ever yeah. have to do an eight spell or ever again about it, you just have yeah, it. So, like, add that to your account. Yeah, you got it. Um, okay, so something in- interesting but not necessarily useful about the chain god, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this kind of the uh, forbidden history of the chain god or something. Before all things, there was um, a god who went mad, and the other gods imprisoned him for all time. But mortals have been trying to free him for eons. His, uh, he's kind of like the god of insanity and some, maybe there's like some theories in there that it is, he is the elemental evil, the original and the, uh, holy symbol maybe is in there. It's the, uh, it's just a spiral, like a counterclockwise spiral. Mm-hmm. They call him the chain god because his name was, uh, his true name was supposed to be like erased from all history. And if it's said that if someone speaks his true name, it'll bring him back to the, it'll free him from his chains. Mm-hmm. Very Fulang as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's where Castro is like reading along this stuff. And we see, uh, it just says elemental evil. And then we see his finger shoot down to that spiral. And then he closes the book. Yeah. All right. Are you two done? Yeah. Yeah. We're good. I think I'm happy. Oh, um, wait. Also, there's in this library, there was a. Told you the, there's that fancy book. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, there's gonna, six goblins. Yeah. <laughs> no, I forgot about for that. these things. I'm gonna tell you this. This um, thing is just another object of art. If you want to keep that, like a, it's valuable. It's one weight. If you guys want to take that with you, and you can tell me what the book is and why it's so fancy. But if you have room in your load to take it, it is three hundred. Whoa, three hundred pounds. 370 gold piece value. And whoever wants to volunteer to carry that with you, you get to name the book. Anyone? So, I can't. I'm full up. I'll take it. It's, um, to stick with what we've been saying so far, that everything is erotic. (laughs) (laughs) It is um, the Kuma Satra. Yeah, the Chain Karma Sutra. Oh, it's like <laughs> oh, oh, kind of. It's like incredibly lifelike oh, um, no. prints <laughs> of like like the book formerly known as Prince. the book formerly known as Prince <laughs> of like hit, like important historical figures. So imagine if you like had like a book and you were like like oh here's Henry the Eighth. Fucking, and it's like a print of Henry VIII, but it's like incredibly realistic. Oh, we were yeah, like, God. it almost looks like a photo of Henry VIII fucking so a pop up book. Yeah, and <laughs> the weird, the weird thing is, the reason why this is so, um, the reason why this is so, if I can throw it out here, please, so expensive and so pricey is that like, um, it all deals with like people's like lovers or like weird fetishes. And like, if people were to see this, it would be like, oh, they're, they're like in history, like if historians were to find this book and be like, my God, Mm -hmm. they must've almost posed for this. It's Mm -hmm. so realistic. Right. Yeah. I'm like, here's Louis the, here's Louis the 14th (laughs) fucking a dog. (laughs) Like that kind of a thing. Nice. All right. Yeah. Classy. It would be a French bulldog or perhaps a poodle. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's basically all that's in this library. It's not King Shaman. Yeah, exactly. So additionally, the other valuable thing, like I already said, is if you if you need to. Uh, so Castor now has a book of all these religious texts, and then also this book of celebrity <laughs> sex pics. Yeah. Castor's the original puppet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's it's like everyone's sex tape. Here's Gimli of Gloin of <laughs> like banging a goat. <laughs> Um, so the other valuable thing is if you need to rest here, like, mm-hmm. this is safe enough, but I feel like you guys are relatively uh, good. Uh, Caster wouldn't mind taking a break. I was Caster bringing this up. I did shoot a fireball at you. My yeah, my he bad. did get hit by yeah, a fireball. A my my bad, gentlemen. Wouldn't mind meditating to try to get some key points back. Yeah. yeah. That is that is possible if, okay. you, if you so choose. How long is a short rest? It's just like a couple of hours, or like it's like it's an hour. A short rest is an hour in D and D. A long rest is eight hours. Yeah, and you can kind of have you want. 
It's basically yeah. like you all just like chilling. Like, let's take a seat. Let's take a break. Let's have some water. A breather. We need a little mm-hmm. breather. Right I don't know if it says anywhere here, but I know. I'm like, no, I think they uh, specifically don't mention how long it is. But you can do that if you so choose. Because with that, isn't it where you recover half of your max HP? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Recovers where you like spend night in like town. Mm-hmm. You just chill. And it's like a full day's rest after a day yeah. of rest. Yeah, that's recovering. And it's just nothing, all your HP. Yeah, and yeah it's, uh, when you wake from at least a few hours of uninterrupted sleep. So this is not quite one hour, but like a few hours. Mm-hmm. So not quite four or eight, whatever I said earlier either. But um, yeah, do you want to do that? Yeah. Sure. All right. So choose one member to manage provisions. What would make you do that? You said you're going to make us do that? I'm um, thinking. Yeah, I'm mulling it over. I will say Caster's almost. I've been keeping track of my dungeon rations, and after giving Quan some dungeon yeah, rations, I'm, I'm this will be, if we have to use those, the last thing of dungeon rations he has. Yeah, I'm at two at this point, so we don't have that much food left. I had some in my prison pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when you're in the cage, you're like, I don't really want to eat this food. I'm just going to eat the stuff they give me, I guess. You can fire it out, apparently, at great, uh, great velocity and deadliness. <laughs> and uh, maybe everyone's, like, settling down. Like, what does that look like? What's what's the... I think we kind of skipped it last time because it was at the end of the session. But, like, mm-hmm. what does it look like when... I guess I'll start with the NPCs, right? So, like, Edric is kind of, like... I did say he sleeps in his armor, though, because he's yeah. insane. So maybe <laughs> he's literally an insane person. <laughs> so um, maybe he's just, like, you know, sharpening his... I think he has a longsword. Yeah. And kind of... Um, maybe you notice it. Um, maybe Caster in particular, or whoever. I don't care. He's kind of, like, mumbling things to himself and has his eyes closed as he's doing this, like, kind of ritualistically. Mm-hmm. Where, um, yeah, and Castor looks at that and he kind of shakes his head of like kids too far in. Yeah, even though this they're probably the same age. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe maybe a little bit younger. Actually, oh, to make this even worse, because there was a miss. Maybe he he does that for a little bit and then he does like take off like his breastplate and stuff. And um, say like Castor, I guess we're still focused on you. He, you notice there's like sores everywhere because he sleeps in this armor. It's Ooh. disgusting. He's kind of. He takes this off and is like washing this down for maybe the first time since you've met him. Oh, Jesus. It's like very stinky. Yeah. It's brewing. Um, I think Ren doesn't really have anything in particular. I think she's sitting down with one of the tomes we found. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, maybe she's like trying to copy some down. Yeah. And uh, maybe you kind of, uh, one of you, maybe. Ren makes the most sense, like, has taken some of the brazers off so it's not as bright in here so you guys can get some Shaddai soon. And what are you PC types doing? Aside from Quan, who's going over the... Well, if Caster's resting and these guys are... And these guys are kind of, like, staying awake. Kind of, um... Oh, he takes these books, almost uses them as a pillow. Mm-hmm. Like, I think to, like, prop his head up on. Uh, I think just does this number with his good arm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> he just he puts, puts his, his arm, arm over his, his eyes. eyes. Yeah. Nice. It's just how Austin actually sleeps. Oh. Yeah. Man. All right. Fuck it. Do you use your good arm too? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't have. I don't have a good arm. Both, both, both are shitty. Both of them are gold and glistening weapons. <laughs> Masturbation is incredibly difficult. But rewarding. But, re- but incredibly rewarding. Yes, that's the thing. It's no risk, no reward. Am I right? Oh God. Um, the risk is cut your junk off. <laughs> yeah. Definitely with that those Edward Scissorhand models. Yeah, that were exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why his voice was so high. You ever yeah. think about that? It's true. Never thought about that. Good yeah. point. Starting to get some shut eye here. About mm-hmm. no, I'm just uh, yeah. I'm so well, I have to be near the entrance because I'm supposed to be at like the door locked. But mm-hmm. I'm sitting near the entrance, like kind of keeping watch over the door while I yeah. And oh, you're popping those. Things into your spellbook, the extra yeah, things and stuff. Yeah, works out pretty well. Yeah. Who's going to be on watch? Who's the most important person on watch? I got a book to read, guys. Sorry. What do we roll when we do watch? Plus nothing in this updated thing. Mm -hmm. Caster would definitely like to uh, take a rest. 
So if maybe Kazair or Edric can do that with one of the other player characters. I'll do it. I'll keep watch. Are you okay? Oh, um, oh, oh the you, person who keeps watching will heal? I guess I have to. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not, I have 19 out of 23 HP. Oh, I, I should also mention, I might make you manage provisions as well, and that's going to be plus wisdom. Like, either one of us could do that. Mm-hmm. So pick one person that's going to be on watch, one person managing provisions. I guess I'll be on watch. And I could manage provisions. Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead and give me uh, Quan's wisdom rule in that case. Three and one. Four, six. Not. All total. <laughs> Not great, gentlemen. This is a bad start to our rest. Yes. Of course. I have a plus two to wisdom. I draw all four. Well, you do get an XP. Well, thank you. Why don't you roll wisdom again? I'm going to make you do a stay sharp roll as kind of a follow-up to this. Six plus two, eight. That's better. Well, you might be closest to the door, but since um, Quan is the one who rolled this, um, but so you roll to stay sharp and you got a seven and nine, that means you managed to sound the alarm, but no one has time to prepare for this threat. So I think you're the one who notices that I, I think I said there was like a sliding kind of lock on this door mm-hmm. from the inside and it kind of just slowly opens. Okay. And then that's when it just kicked open. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Scale and Shadow, a production of This American Dice. Scale and Shadow used the Dungeon World system by Sage Latour and Adam Koval. We drew inspiration from the Dungeon and Dragons modules Against the Cult of the Reptile God by Douglas Niles and The Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. The cast was Brandon as Simulgar the Wizard, Oscar as Quan the Monk, Jacob as Kuzair the Swashbuckler, and of course, Austin as Caster the Fighter. David was the Game Master. Scott provided our intro. Theme song was Mass Extinction by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Please see the show notes for a list of other music used. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend or two. If you really liked it, you could rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. On Fridays, we play short games here. Visit our YouTube channel on Saturdays for a classic campaign and Sundays for a classic one-shot. And, as always, join us next Thursday right here on This American Dice for another episode of Scale and Shadow. See you next time. So are you uh, going to use one of your holds? Yeah. Uh, That's the the sound of a hold? Yeah. (laughs) Where was Quan hiding those shuriken? Uh, Or we said they didn't really search him? Yeah, I feel like they were just like, oh, what a poor homeless man. Or (laughs) anyone in a cage would in the good old prison pocket. Gotcha. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 Sharp, spiky surrogates, please. Yeah. It's the worst idea. I guess one other interesting thing I can tell you, too, is like, uh... And then he opens the book back up. And <laughs> he's like, ah, 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 yes, I should know. Sorry. Well, uh... Maybe instead of, uh, torches, they probably have, like, braziers. Is that the word? I say braziers. Brazier, yeah. Braziers, I think, are bras. Yeah, yeah also seems right.